welcome back to another live episode of Stuck in My Mind podcast. I'm glad to be back. I didn't do any shows last week. I was not feeling well. I was battling COVID, but I'm back, and I have a very special guest. Uh, he's a coach. He's here to actually talk about creating successful habits, focusing on creating successful habits. Welcome to the show, Jason Harwood. Hey, how are you? Good to be here. Glad you're oh, feeling better. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I'm excited to have you on. I got, I got some questions. I got some oh, questions. good. I'll do my best to answer. <laughs> but let, let's, start, let's, start, let's start a little. Let's learn a little something about you. Because um, how many kids you have? <laughs> that's that's uh, people. If you do any looking, uh, that's always one of the first questions. Because yeah, it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we have seven kids. And uh, last month or two months ago, uh, my oldest turned 20 when he was still 19. At the time, we had six teenagers all at once. So six of the seven of them were teenagers. So now we have five teenagers, a 20-year-old and a nine-year-old. So, yeah, we run the gamut. Yes. I I can tell you and your wife didn't watch much TV. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing to do in Idaho, turns out. (laughs) <laughs> so all right um what what led you to this what led you to wanting to help people get into showing them how to create successful habits because that's something that people don't realize that things we do are, are habit forming like what do we wait what what led you to this Yeah, it is interesting because the reality of habits is that they exist whether they're intentional or not. The the question is not, do you have habits because you you do it? Like almost everything that we do is based off of some type of habit pattern in our uh, minds. So the question becomes, how intentional are your habits? So uh, I have done a lot of business development and coaching. And in the process of that, had helped a lot of people on the business side of their life, create systems around, you know, finance and sales and marketing and things. And I had an experience that kind of mirrored a lot of the experiences of people that I was working with. And that is, as I got into my forties, I was, I guess, shocked and disappointed to discover that everything that had been on my happiness list in like my 20s and 30s, uh, I'd gotten a nice house, married, good family, uh, you know, good relationships, nice cars, good job, you know, like everything that I thought I had been working so hard, going to college, trying to drive my career and and so many things that I thought, man, if, once I get this taken care of, this is going to reduce stress. This is going to reduce unhappiness once I get into this financial position. Then all of a sudden I get in my 40s and I'm in that financial position and I'm like, then why am I not as happy as I thought I was going to be? And so I started looking around at the process that I'd gone through and helping people on the business side develop habits and systems from a business standpoint and decided to apply those same principles in behaviors that were specifically and intentionally designed to help me live a happier and more fulfilled life. Uh, And so that's where this comes together is to let's take all of the fantastic research and process that's out there about 
creating consistency in our lives and let's apply it to things that will help us live a better life, not just, um, you know, get more sales or consistently manage our business finances. I mean, we can talk about those things, but turns out those things don't actually contribute to fulfillment and, and long-term happiness. So uh, that, that's where my focus has become is, all right, let's, let's also talk about who we are at our core center. And and that's something that we're not, we're not, people assume that like, these materialistic things and all this stuff have a nice heart, have nice, that they bring you happiness. And then you see all these celebrities who have all this money <laughs> and they end up committing suicide and, and, yeah. and killing themselves. And, and it, it just shows you that life is, is, is precious. It's very delicate. And we, like for me, I was widowed at 31. Mm. Um, so it made me look at life much more different than yeah. my age. Cause I knew how precious life was and you have to live and enjoy the every day. Yeah. You sure. have to look at life and, and go, all right, like it can end just like that. It can be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, I, I'm, I'm always, this day, of course, you're not going to be happy every day. There's just certain things that are going to happen. You're going to have, but I've decided that, no, I'm, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to do what I love to do, which I find found out in my forties that podcasting is something I love to do and being able to share these messages with people has given me a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because uh, in the course of, of this work, I've just come across fascinating ideas around the fact that, you know, we talk about some of the unhappiness that we find in celebrities and things like that. But one of the kind of scary statistics is that suicide rates among uh, men in middle age is one of the highest percentages of any demographic. Wow. And I think that's because a lot of this happens to a lot of people is you're driving in your twenties and thirties and even into your forties because you think, man, once I get these things or once I get this career or once I get to a place of uh, stability, then I'll, I'll feel happier. And and we're driving, driving, driving. Then we get there and we're like, wait a minute. (laughs) This is all there is to life. Like really? I, I just killed myself to get the VP job or to, grow the business or to, uh, you know, be able to afford this house and car. And now i still feel internally unfulfilled and miserable. And unfortunately that leads to a lot of people down kind of a dark path. And so becoming then intentional around now I have to become as intentional in my uh, fulfillment as I was in getting that VP position or uh, moving up in my career or building my business or, or whatever uh, brought you to that point. You got to get as intentional on the emotional and the mental side of doing things to grow yourself as a human. So that becomes important. What, what, what what is something you recommend people do to, to really try to 
get find 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 those habits, find those 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 things that's gonna help them find that fulfillment and 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 help them find what basically is their purpose. What is what is gonna help them enjoy their life? Uh, yeah. So I love that because that's where it has to start. It has to start with identifying what are some of the core values that are most important to me. And if you go to the jasonharwood.com, there is a little document there, uh, the happier habits guide that'll walk you through some of this. That's one of the remarkable things that happened to me as I went through this process is, um, I, I just happened to have kind of this almost uh, like lightning bolt inspiration moment where these core character traits that really mattered to me came into focus. And it happened as I was going through that process of saying, my gosh, it turns out that houses and cars and jobs are not the thing that's fulfilling me. So what is going to bring me fulfillment? And for me, I came to some core character traits of generosity. I'm just happier when I'm intentionally behaving in a way to help others. And, and generosity isn't giving money. It's um, much bigger than that. But for, And then learning. I'm happiest when I'm learning. And so reading and, and growing some things in, in that way, I start playing around with woodworking just because it's something I love to do. I'm not real good at it. That's <laughs> not the point. The point is just learning. Right, I, I learned how to do this thing. I watched this video. I learned how to do it so, because learning makes me happier. Uh, and then I focus on some things around personal belief and gratitude because I'm happier in that. So one of the um, practices that you can go through is, is it's a little bit of self-reflection. Helps if you maybe have a piece of paper or something. But just start thinking back over your life and start identifying when are times when I felt happiest? When are times when I felt most fulfilled? When are times when I felt growth in my life? And again, one of the challenges that we face is that often through our earlier years, so much of that is tied to our career or growing a business or growing a family. But we've got to start identifying Okay, when are moments within my career when I was happiest? When are moments within my uh, job when I'm happiest? And what you'll start to see are some consistent patterns for you personally. Now, you might align similar to things like me that for most people, they're happiest when they're doing things for other people. And so we strive to make generosity a habit. Most people are happier when they come from a mindset of gratitude and being grateful for what is rather than focusing on what isn't or uh, kind of mired in, in what should have been. And, and so those are a couple of common ones that we can build habits around. Um, but it is a process of taking a few minutes, sitting down and just jotting down. Think through when are times in your life when you were the most happy, the most fulfilled, you're experiencing growth and enjoyment in life and start identifying common traits. And then we look at those and say, all right, let's start building habits around that. Wow. Yeah. That, <laughs> no, that, 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 cause, cause now because I sit here while you're saying that I'm, I'm reflecting on some of those moments. And for me, it, it's really been recently because mm. 
I've been, like you said, I've been learning. I've I've learned so much in these past couple of years. Doing like I don't, I'm not in the me. I wasn't into media and any of that. I'm a table games dealer, and yeah. When I got furloughed from my job, I started podcasting. I started. I learned about editing. I started learning video editing. Started doing all these different things, and it was so much. It was so much that it was like I was just loving the fact that I'm like, all right, I'm picking up new things, learning things that I I would have never thought I would be able to do. It was these are things that I didn't I didn't think about. Hey, I'm gonna be a podcaster. I'm gonna be a it just happened and yeah. and it's just it's just the networking the the people i've met the conversations i've had has helped me in these honestly and has helped me so much growth wise cuz i've learned so much i've mm-hmm. i've been able to speak to some amazing people and pick up some great nuggets and 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 apply some of the things that i'm that they're teaching and at one point i felt kind of selfish cuz i was <laughs> I was learning so much and listening and enjoying these conversations and a guest pointed out to me like, no, you're not selfish. That's self-love. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're sharing it with your audience, that shows that you're a generous person. You you want people to learn with you. And I was like, yeah. Oh man, that, 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 that rings, that hit me like, wow, that is true. That's so true. Being able to have you on the show and share what, what your experiences and share what you do somebody might hear this episode and be like, oh man, I needed to hear what Jason had to say. Yeah. And for me, that's like the ultimate, like, all right, yeah, this is awesome. This is great. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's taking, as you mentioned, right. Taking some of those things that you are passionate about, that you enjoy doing, talking with someone, meeting someone new, uh, you know, interacting. And, and what's great is, is in today's world, whether it's that or almost anything, you can start making small, easy progress towards just about anything. Maybe right? you want to run a podcast. Great. You want to write a book it's easier than ever. You want to, yeah. uh, you know, get into woodworking and like, literally, I just, I build little tables. I sell them on Facebook marketplace. I sell them for about the cost of the wood. I turn around, I use that money to buy more wood and build the next table. It's like, you know, just for fun, just for enjoyment, just because I like it. And, some of it is freeing up that space to be able to do that, to say, you know what, I, I, I've got to create space. And that's where the intentionality comes in, to be intentional in what you're doing, because you have a system of habits in place right now. You, it's not that you don't have habits, it's that maybe you're not as intentional about them as you'd like to be to get the outcomes that you want. Yeah. Absolutely. This I'm this things I'm still I'm still learning and 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 still that I know that I need to apply. But that's just me. I know these things. It, it's just me doing it. It's just it's just me going and doing it and and stop procrastinating. And that's one thing that I I know I'm, I do a lot of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I guess hey. re- realizing is is realizing is the first step. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's fascinating because, um, you know, the strength of that comment is is really powerful because when we talk about small habits and we and we start to identify what some of them are, 
in other areas of our life, we're really aware of this because if you want to say, start eating better, the easiest, fastest thing you can do to eat better is track everything that you eat. Because as soon as you become aware of everything that you eat, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I really do eat bad. Or I, like I've gone through um, periods of my life where I've looked back over the last two or three days and been like, oh my gosh, I don't think I've eaten a fruit or a vegetable in like three straight days, you know? <laughs> but you don't know that until you become aware of it. Same with finances. The easiest, fastest thing you can do to start changing your spending patterns is to literally track every single dollar that you spend. Now, the same thing applies in these other areas of your life. As soon as you start thinking like, man, how much time am I spending in personal growth and start tracking it, you start to realize, man, I haven't hardly been spending any time on it. Uh, how much time do I spend intentionally doing kind acts for others? You start realizing, oh man, I, I think of myself as a generous person, but maybe I don't match my uh, impression of myself with actions consistently enough to, to really make a difference. And so, yeah, that awareness often becomes the very first thing. Okay. Start tracking it, start writing down, start um, keeping a, a calendar. It's usually the smallest, easiest thing that you can do to start changing behaviors because now you become aware that things aren't exactly as you thought they were. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It definitely, yeah, <laughs> it, no, it, it does. It makes sense. And it's, it's because Okay, there was a situation at work where I wasn't getting along with someone at work, and I had a guest on, and they said something, and I'm like, "Man, let me let me see if that let me apply that to this situation, and and see how it goes." And when I did yeah. that. When I did when I went when I did that, it was like the whole the situation now with me and that coworker is completely different now. The energy is completely different, but that's because I approached it in a different manner. I approached because before I, I I was like maybe it's not him, maybe it's me. And when when I when I spoke to this guest and they said whatever they said to me, it, it really like yeah. But maybe maybe it isn't him. Maybe I need to work. There's something inside me I need to work on mm. and change and, and and see how this approach works. And when I did that, and when I started doing that more frequently with this person, things changed. Mm. And, mm -hmm. and it was mm -hmm. and it was me just changing the way I interacted with him. Like it was like okay, I need to approach this differently because this, the way I'm approaching it isn't working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's often where we start is, is looking at our own life and saying, man, if it's not working, I've got to change something. And, and that's where so many of us start because for me, uh, I've, I've talked with a lot of people and man, it sounds like that was a part of your past history. I can't imagine, you know, losing a spouse at 31 and, and the difficulty and the pain that that would bring. 
many people have those type of experiences where it's kind of a light switch moment where life is going along one way and then boom, all of a sudden it's like the light switched off and you realize I can't like physically, I can't keep living this way. Uh, death of a loved one, job loss, car accident, medical um, diagnosis, oftentimes force us to change behaviors. Unfortunately, I think the bigger percentage of the population lives in kind of this sunset environment. And if you've ever sat through a sunset, it's it's this constant adjustment and convincing ourselves that the new situation is acceptable, right? Things get a little darker and you adjust your eyes and you say, no, it's fine. I can still see. Gets a little darker. It's fine. I can still see. Life gets a little darker. I'll be fine. Gets a little darker. I'll be fine. We adjust. We say, nope, I, you know, I can adjust this instead of identifying and saying, man, this place of unhappiness, this place of pain, this place of, of a lack of fulfillment, I'm no longer willing. And until you hit that moment of saying, you know what, I'm no longer willing to live my life the way I'm, it's trending. Unfortunately, humans almost always change based off of pain. And until you've, until you like, I'm sick of it being dark. I'm going to start turning on some lights. You just readjust yourself to the current reality and define it as acceptable. Yeah. yeah. And until you change that, you don't have the uh, kind of the, the internal drive to start making some changes. You kind of, you kind of broke down how it was, how it was for me for, for a few years. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, you broke it down to kind of, I was in a dark, dark place. It, it was different. It, it, my mm. attitude was different. The, the way I, I was approaching life was different. I just, I didn't care. It was, mm. it was just me not caring about anything. And, yeah. and when finally one day waking up and realizing this, this isn't the way I'm supposed to be living. This isn't the life that's intended for me. Mm. And so I had to get out of that. I had to stop doing the things that I was doing. It was, yeah. it was just not, and I wasn't harming anyone else. It was just me being, it was just mm-hmm. basically just harming myself, not physically, but just mentally and emotionally. And, and, and the other way, and just trying to block out anything, not wanting to feel anything. Yeah. And, and went to, and to wake up and realize like, nah, this is not, this is not where I'm supposed to be at. Yeah, it it because because after, even after my losing my wife, it was just like one tragedy after another after another, and I I was angry, mm-hmm. and just didn't enjoy life whatsoever, at all. Yeah, and then like I said, it was one day. It was like no, this has to change. Life has to change. And once that, I I started doing that things started changing for the best. I, I, I met my wife now I met with, I met my wife who I've been now with for the 10, almost 10 years now. Hmm. And I started, I became a table games dealer. I, 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 I made pretty good money. I was, I started doing my podcast. I started, life just started changing for the best. Hmm. And it was, it was because I had to get out of that mindset that it, I just, knew this wasn't the way I was supposed to go. This wasn't the path that I was supposed to be down. 
Mm-hmm. And so being able mm-hmm. to switch that. And it's crazy because my first wife had, I guess, started preparing me because she introduced me into the world of self-development, into reading books, into wanting to learn and grow. And so it prepared me eventually when I got out of the darkness mm-hmm. that it brought me back to learning and growing and and wanting to continuously grow and become a better person. And, and, and so it kind of things, I, I look at it like things happen for a reason. Things happen for a reason. This, this, this was my path. This was what, what was written for me to happen. And now mm-hmm. it's, it's, where where am I gonna go with this? Where what path am I gonna follow? What what am I gonna start doing to to continue on this journey? And and it's every day. It's every day I'm mm-hmm. I'm learning something new and and just growing as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and that's the key to it, right? When we look at creating habits, um, the first step the first principle i guess the first idea is is that it is going to be these small consistent things you know you mentioned this everyday journey towards it and that's really what it is because it's not just like one big flood of a thing that you can do it's the consistent daily just little drip 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 of one small thing, one small thing. And I think that's the trap that a lot of people fall in is they find themselves in a position they don't want to be in mentally, emotionally, whatever. And they think I need to change and I need fast change. And so they, they, they think I got to make some huge, big effort change. And that almost never leads to success because it relies on heavy motivation, right? Then you're really feeling it, but a day or two or a week later, probably not really feeling it. And so uh, when you reduce the size of the action, you can build momentum rather than relying on motivation. And as you build momentum and consistency, now you start seeing results, not because any one individual action was so significant, but it was the consistency of action that made a difference. So when I talk with people and they say, you know, okay, I want to start making changes. I say, what's the smallest possible action you can take? You want to become more grateful? What's the smallest thing you can do? Write down one thing a day you're grateful for. Uh, want to live a life of increased uh, generosity and kindness? Do one small act of kindness for one member of your family uh, every day, right? It's it's getting it down to as small as possible. Uh, right now, I'm trying to increase my exercise and working out and I'm not real consistent with it. And so (laughs) I just always go smaller. Okay. I'm going to go smaller. And right now I'm doing these, these little 10 minute, they're, they're called AMRAP as many reps as possible. And you just, it gives you a small little workout. You do as much as you can in 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, boom, workout over because I'm like, okay, I can work out for 10 minutes. I know that's not going to turn me into this hyper fit cross fit, you know, like those crazy people out there running Spartan races. <laughs> but what it does do is it gets me consistent because I know, okay, I can do 10 minutes. I can do, 10, I can write down one thing I'm grateful for. I can read one page in my book. 
you know, to learn a little bit every day. I can spend 10 minutes um, in, in meditation. I can do, uh, I can get up five minutes earlier and uh, spend five minutes on a, of just kind of personal reflection time, whether that's meditation or prayer or whatever. Right. So just go as small as possible to build consistency. That that's something like which I mentioned reflection. That's something we mm. don't do. That's something we we don't. A lot of people don't do is is reflect on on whatever the day was or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. And, and that's something I, I'm learning that it's okay, especially when especially doing what I with the podcast and everything is. I I, I set a plan. I execute that plan mm-hmm. and then I reflect on it and look at how, okay, how can I, what could have I done differently in this situation to make this work or make this happen? And that's something we don't do. That's something we really generally, a lot of people don't do is sit down and reflect on how they, they go, mm-hmm. how they, mm-hmm. how they, they went and what could have they done differently throughout that day to change certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and just spending it, people, sometimes they get wrapped up into thinking, Oh man, now you're talking, you know, about a, a 30 minutes at the end of the day. No, just, just five minutes, just wake up five minutes earlier and, and think about, okay, what's the main thing, the two or three main things I got to, I really want to get done today. And at the end of the day, just two things. The other key to this uh, that, that always trips people up. And it's one of the easiest things you can do is change the environment to change your behavior. If when you decide, okay, I want to write down one thing I'm grateful for every morning. The best thing you could do to increase your consistency with that is get the notebook that you want to write your thing down on and put it like right next to your bed or, right next to your toothbrush. And then you go brush your teeth, you brush your teeth every day already. So you brush your teeth, there's your notebook, you write down your one thing you're grateful for. I have my little gratitude journal right on my desk. And so as soon as I sit down, boom, there it is. And boom, I write down my three things I'm grateful for. It's the first thing I do every morning before I start getting into emails and uh, projects and things like that. So Oftentimes we craft, our environment is crafted to support your current behavior. Anytime you want to change behaviors, changing your environment will dramatically increase the likelihood of success. So um, take whatever it is that you want to implement in your life, make it easier to get to it. Put the book closer, put the notebook closer, um, Put your running shoes right next to your bed. Sleep in your workout clothes, for heaven's sakes. Uh, you know, if you want to eat better, buy more vegetables. Put more vegetables in your fridge. And when you go open your fridge and all you see is vegetables and, I don't know, cheese, uh, you know, you can eat a little bit better. And so if you change the environment around you, you'll dramatically impact the success of, of the endeavor. Uh, but right now the environment's probably situated to keep you doing the things you're already doing. Yeah. 
It is. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it, it's, but it's, it's, these are things, these are things you learn along the way. These are things. Mm-hmm. And so there's things I definitely know I got to work on. I definitely have to change my eating habits. And that, that I know, I know this for a fact. I know I, I'm not the most healthy. And it was, it was at like at the beginning of the pandemic, me and the wife were doing so well. We would, we was, mm-hmm. we, was, we couldn't go out and eat junk food. We yeah, had to cook food and and watch what we ate and make sure, like, okay, this this is healthy for us. Like, this is it's not fried. It's we're grilling it. We're using. Air fryer, we're like okay, we're doing what eating a little bit more salad and and stuff like that, and and this and we saw a difference in energy and everything. Mm. And then when we went back to work and everything went back, we kind of went away from that and started eating out again and not eating the right foods. And so me and her know that we need to change it. We actually invested in the juicer, kind of start <laughs> using. We're gonna start using buy more fruits and vegetables and, and start juicing. And but it's a step. It's a step yeah. in, in, in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're excited. Yeah. And you hit on something that's interesting is, is that the pandemic forced many of us to dramatically shift behaviors. Not that we necessarily wanted to, but we were forced into it. Then as we've started transitioning back into normal life, many of us have just adopted back into the same exact patterns we had before, not because we particularly liked them, but, that's just what we were comfortable with. We just started unintentionally doing it again. So now I'm eating the same. I'm spending the same. I'm spending my time the same. Uh, you know, it's almost like it never happened. And in many instances, that's great. But in some instances, it was a missed opportunity to look at our lives and say, okay, as, as we phase back into normal life, I'm never going to do this again. I'm going to forever change this. I'm going to make a dramatic change there. And so, uh, if if we've missed that opportunity, that's the great thing is we can at any moment say, okay, today's the day. Today's the day I'm changing. You don't have to wait for a, a, a light switch moment. You don't have to wait for a medical diagnosis to decide to live different. You don't have to get in a car accident to decide to live more intentionally. You don't have to lose your job to decide I'm going to not put all of my value and worth in my career. Um, you can just decide today. All right, today I'm going to do it. And then just identify what's, what's something that's important and valuable to you. And what's the smallest thing you can do to start implementing that. So one of the reasons I, I, I decided to go live, cause I was, I, I started off audio. Then I started pre-recording videos and, and then I transitioned to live earlier this year and hmm. um one of the reasons is because the audience interaction it was because i i started doing a, a sports talk radio show thursdays and fridays big shout out to brian snow and uh snowman <laughs> in the morning with cole johnson but i started doing the show thursday friday and it's live and they mm-hmm. have a lot of audience participation in the chat and all that and i'm like man I, I like that aspect of it. I like to mm-hmm. have people comment and stuff like that. So sick, sick. Who's um, actually he, he lists, he's a, he tunes into snowman in the morning. He's a, he's an audience member there. And so he comes and he supports my show. He goes, cheese and vegetables has, has that Jason 
hardwood bin in my kitchen where when I wasn't looking. <laughs> and then, but that's why I enjoyed because the comments like that is to have that. And then he also drops stuff like um, procrastinating is a big obstacle that all the one get it. It was things like that that made me want to go live. Yeah, and being able to interact because now it just it makes it their show as well. Yeah. It's not just my show and my guest show. Now it's the audience show as well because they get they get to interact and they get to share their comments and and I I really thought that was like yeah this is the route I want to go with my show. Yeah, I love it and yeah I mean procrastination. I I think part of that is because we just start to define and we've we've gotten as we get older we get better at kind of defining the current situation as acceptable and we just say nah, i don't really need to change change is difficult this is this is good enough right this is all this life is good enough this is uh and if you're happy and fulfilled my gosh i am so happy for you i you know i hope that's what you have um my experience was not that my experience was man i was grinding and driving and pushing and then was like what in the world why am i still waking up most days unhappy and identifying what do I have to do? What matters to me? What behaviors bring a sense of happiness and satisfaction? And that made a big difference for me, but you got to, then you got to, yeah, you really have to decide like, okay, I'm making a change. Something's got to be different. Yeah. I I agree. There's nothing you've said that I don't disagree with that. I don't agree with it. it, it Cause it, again, it's, I know, I know I procrastinate and I know I, I need to change these things, but it, it's again, it, like you said, it's, it's, it's easier just to procrastinate, but yeah, but there's certain things I know I, I, I know I don't procrastinate on and, and that's doing my podcast and being able to yeah. do this. And, and there's other things in my life as, that I need to work on as far, like, the food thing where I really need to watch what I eat and me, the exercise sort of like you, but I started with five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I started with go. five minutes. I'm like, oh, let me give you five minutes. Let's do this. And it's, and it's early in the morning. It's, it's doing some leg squats and some, it's just something to get me going early in the morning, but yeah. I, eventually I'll probably go to 10 minutes and hopefully I'm moving up to 15 it's, it's there you just, go. It's one step at a time. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. Uh, I would I try to remind people the first goal is not results. The first goal is just consistency. Like I know that I know that the amount of working out that I'm doing right now is not going to bring huge long term results. That's okay. I'm just working on getting consistent, and once I get consistent at ten minutes, then you know it's going to grow naturally. But if I try to go 30 minutes right out of the gate, <laughs> like, no, I'm not doing it. It doesn't happen, right? <laughs> and things get in the way, and and you know, it, you just don't get there. And so then you're frustrated and angry because you haven't gotten to where you want to be. Uh, and th- then you quit. And you know, 10 minutes is better than zero minutes, five minutes is better than zero minutes. Yeah. Uh so just shoot for short term, and that's okay. It's 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 the beginning of, of forming uh, a successful habit. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's like you said, yeah. Start with five minutes, and then eventually you're like, man, let me. I can do ten minutes, 
and then you do the 10 minutes and you're like oh man this is easy i can do it but you have to build yourself because like you said if you really jump into like those people that at the new year they're going to the gym hard for the first month and then like, after the first month they're like man i'm tired i don't want to do this yeah. anymore <laughs> yeah and and, and, and and they burn themselves out but then if they, they would have started off slow like all right today i'm gonna just do 10 minutes on the treadmill just start then next day yeah, let me do another 10 minutes on and it just starts and it just gets you going gets you going then eventually you start adjusting it yeah yeah i love it yeah you've nailed it boom <laughs> you're set oh i'm far from set i still got, I still got a lot of work but that's the yeah. thing that's that's the thing I, I know i'm still learning and growing yeah and and i'm having fun and is these conversations that are helping me it's, yeah. it's it's me being able to learn from someone like you that hey listen this is, this is how you start just just start mm-hmm. with 10 minutes yep. yeah but yeah. It's, it's it's being able to 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 speak to someone like yourself and eventually he's gonna stick yeah. <laughs> eventually something's gonna stick yeah and that's the crazy thing for me is everything that i've i've tried to implement none of it was like brand new like I write down three things I'm grateful for every morning. It's the way I start off. So mentally I, I come at life with, with, uh, 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 from a place of gratitude that helps me. I've heard that for like a decade. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good idea. (laughs) And I have like a half dozen notebooks with like two or three days worth of gratitude statements and then a six month break. And then, uh, you know, another day, okay, I'm going to start again. And, and I could never get consistent with it. Um, yeah, I try. And then eventually, boom, I got there. Uh, the biggest thing for me was, was having a, a great trigger. I, I changed the environment to where I put my notebook right there by my desk. And then I mentioned brushing your teeth. For me, it's letting my dog out. We got a dog during COVID. And every morning at like 5 a.m. without fail, that dog starts dancing around our bed. Yeah, see, that's, why I can't, I don't want, that's why I can't, I can't have a dog. I'm not, oh, it's the worst. Uh, but, <laughs> and so I was like, at first I was kind of mad that this was happening. And then I thought, you know what? This is a brilliant habit trigger because every single day I have to do this action. So what's the thing I want to do immediately following this action? And for me, it was right in my in my gratitude journal. And so now I'm more consistent than I've ever been because I let the dog out. Boom, there's my gratitude journal. Boom, I write down three things I'm grateful for. So just take something you're currently doing, say brushing your teeth, drinking your morning beverage, um, get, taking a shower, putting on your pajamas, um, setting your alarm, whatever it is. Just find something you're doing and say, I do that every day. What's the thing I want to do immediately after that every day and become real intentional in taking something you're already doing and tying it to something you want to do. And, and suddenly your success with it will increase. Oh, well, for me, from with me every morning, I like to, um, I like to sit down, have my cup of coffee and just think about how, how I'm going to just, what, how my day is going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to say, I wake up, Shop, hop in the shower, brush my teeth, and have my cup of coffee, and and then just like sit down and kind of like it's meditation. It's, it's kind of like my form of meditation, just sitting here mm-hmm. and just reflecting and looking at all right, how what what like you said, what is that 
what is it that I want to get accomplished today? What is yeah. something, what are two things that I really want, really want to get done that I need to get done that by the end of the day, I could be like, all right, all right, I got those things done. Now, tomorrow's two new things I got to conquer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, so, yeah, you, you create this pattern, right? Used to be, I just drank my coffee maybe while I was frantically getting ready in the morning. Now I've tied in, all right, I'm going to drink, but I'm going to sit, I'm going to contemplate, I'm going to write down. And so you just, I drink coffee every morning, so I might as well tie it to something else that's important to me. Um, And, and so that can become a powerful trigger in making consistency in your behavior. All right. Man, this, Jason, this has been fun, man. I, I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, habits now. are like the most fun thing ever to talk about. <laughs> but but now is the part of the show where you get to just get the camera on yourself and solo layout and plug away, brother. Oh, well, uh, yeah. I, if this has been helpful for you, if you're thinking, yeah, I want to start making some changes, uh, go to thejasonharwood.com. Um, get the happier habits guide. It looks like this. I've got one printed off right here. Uh, you'll go through, identify areas that are important to you. And then I'm going to help you create your habit plan through that. If you get through that and you want a little bit extra help, just reach out to me. You can connect with me. Obviously there's a contact, uh, thing there, or you can reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook and just let me know, Hey, I'd like to set up some time to talk about my habits and uh, more than happy to go with through with you and create a habit journey, a habit path and plan for you around uh, whatever habits you want. So um, start off by going to the jasonharwood.com, connect with me on social media. All right. All right. Don't leave just yet. I want to talk to you a little bit after the affair, but um, it was great having you on the show, brother, man. This is so fun. fun. Yeah. I, I, I really do appreciate you coming through and, uh, Dropping some of those nuggets you dropped for us. <laughs> Great to be here. All right. So um, now it's time for shout outs. Big shout out to everybody who stopped by, man. Tony, man, what's going on, brother? Haven't seen you in a while. I know I've been out of action for the last week or so, but it's great seeing you. Big shout out to Ben. We're on the BS3 network. Catch us live every day. Well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, 4 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Big shout out to my man, Sick Diggy, for coming through, sharing this, always coming through and supporting, man. I appreciate you, brother. I like to say, since Sick is in Norway, that we are we are an international podcast. <laughs> so thanks, Sick, for stopping by. Uh, Facebook user is probably my man or by me. What's going on, brother? If that's you, if it's not, still, thank you for coming through and uh, and showing some love now also big shout out to my real wise fam poppy j brandy j love you guys big shout out to the boss lady love you baby and appreciate you big shout out to our guest jason harwood for coming through and like i said having a great conversation man i love it and as always a big big shout out to all the essential workers out there god bless y'all be safe you know your boy wise does it peace out (music) 